Shut the fuck up! Episode fucking 10 of this crazy podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Can we get a round of applause for the people? I mean, holy shit, we're, we, we've done it. We've done everything that they said that we couldn't do. Everything that we set out to do, we accomplished it. We have a very successful show going on despite everything that all you fucking hackers and crazy people and alex have done to try to derail and sidetrack the show we're successful and we've come so far after uh so much struggle and i just want to thank everybody out there that has uh been supporting and people that have emailed me and called me and written all the letters and you guys are the ones that are making this happen and this is that's the reason why I return every single week, not because of anything else. So, but I haven't checked my mailbox in like four I, I, weeks. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying. I, I bet there's nothing in there. I can tell you. I'll take a look. Because uh, it's probably some something from like I mean AAA you know, insurance, maybe. You know, you're. I set up the Zoom call about what an hour ago, and I'm waiting for you to hop on, and I we just start to fucking podcast. Well, it's not my fault. I have to go to a I mean, jazz yeah, ensemble, dude, then a fucking <laughs> Irish right, traditional make, like, like. It's not my fault. You make all these excuses about whatever you want. Talk about jazz and some Irish folk dance, Scottish bagpipe, whistler, swindler tune that you had to go see. Bro, everybody but was yelling that, like hoorah and shit. It was weird. It was weird. And, I mean, it was cool. They, people were cool, but yeah. Like, so you'd rather do that going than like, do the podcast. Like, I understand, but you know, like, my boy. It was like a bunch of shit like that. I could. I was running it fine without you. I had. I was. I started my dialogue, and then out of nowhere, you just broke into my Zoom call and interrupted me, and I started the whole thing over. You didn't and, have to, but I mean, well, here we are. Well, it would have been. It wouldn't have been very easy to continue. From where I was and how you interrupted. So, we're going this way. But it's a special episode and not even that. You know, you could have at least. What? Forget it. What? 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 It's the 10th episode. It's a very special episode and you're late. Is it? Yes, of course it is. It's the first double digit, man. It's. Fucking, it's the 10th episode. I mean, come on. This is, a, this should be a moment of celebration or something. Woo, class. This is a, it's a landmark. Shut the hell up. I don't need your fucking witty sarcasm shit in the first two minutes of the show. Your fucking bagpipe quarters nonsense fucking rustling around shit. All right? All right. Fucking, this is supposed to be a very special celebratory episode commemorating everything that has uh, gone on and the struggles that I have personally overcome despite all the shit that you have given me on the show. I got a beer in hand. All right, this is part of one of the things that we're commemorating today, and not even you were going to fuck this up. Beer in hand makes two in the... I don't look. We got a we. I got a long fucking night to go. We're just starting this episode, and you are not gonna fuck this up for me. Okay. I guess we'll see if, what you consider. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh up. we're gonna see. Well, no, I'm we're saying gonna, we're I, gonna see. I don't know what you consider me fucking it up for you. As, well, you're you. Okay. You got well, a head start on yourself yeah, already. Clearly. So. 
but uh, because because this is such a special episode, um, and we're looking back at everything that uh, we've done so far after this episode uh, in the coming week, I will be dropping a highlight reel that includes some of the the greatest moments from the last ten episodes compiled into a little thing for you guys to to have. So you know you can all the big laughs. You can uh, go back over them and relive the memories and Oof. the joy that you had when you Ganders. were hearing them for the first time and experiencing it. It's all going to be there together. All my uh, the times that I've ripped Alex apart on the sports stuff and uh, all the times that he went really kooky, crazy, conspiratorial, all that stuff he said about the Chinese in that one episode. Wait, what? Uh, uh, well, <laughs> I don't remember that. I guess I'll hear that for the first time. There was a lot of Chinese... Uh, anti-Chinese rhetoric that you had there. All so right. That's going to be in the highlight. Well, we'll see how you cut it. And other things like that. Because, um, you know, it's, it's just going to be an honest look at what the show has been and... What we're about. Uh, yeah. So, you know, that's why you're going to be represented as a fraud and a coward and someone who tries to fuck everything up for me. But uh, I won't let it happen and the show keeps going on regardless. And that's what it's going to prove and that's what we're going to keep proving by more episodes. And uh, on that note, uh, a quick message to those fuckers who tried to hack our Zoom call last time. Goddamn fuck. And uh, did all that tech diff shit, fucked around with our uh, computers and gave me malware and I had to wipe my hard drive and reset all my stuff. Uh, fuck you guys, alright? And you're never going to stop us. You've only made me angrier. Uh, you've only inspired me more to get on here and keep posting stuff and keep exposing the truth to America and uh, shitting on the corporate bigwigs and the politicians. So fuck you. You're never going to stop us. Nothing is going to take this show off the air. We are going to say whatever we want whenever we want. Uh, because that's what this country was built on. It was I, built on the freedom of speech and the freedom of press, and you can't take that away from us. I got a flu shot because I was afraid I was getting the virus, baby. I tell you what, we're about we're about five six minutes into the show, and I've done <laughs> almost everything that is of any value so far. I thought everything else that you've done has just been drinking and disappointing to say the least. I mean. So, of course, on, on the note of disappointment, everything things are actually flowing together smoothly tonight, believe it or not. Uh, on the note of disappointment, we have Alex's new segment, and I don't know what it's going to be, but I'm sure it's going to be a segment. A disappointment. It will be a segment. Because <laughs> have a little bit more. I don't even, I, have a I don't little even bit know more if confidence. We should, call, should we even call them segments at this point? I mean, well, it depends on how, on how long away. you let me explain and talk about the subjects i'm trying to talk about because i have some deep insight to especially this segment because there's been a big hullabaloo recently about about a certain a, a certain show and i just want to get my opinion out there about that show i don't want to ruin i don't want to i don't want to give any spoilers i'm not going to give too many spoilers to the show but i want to give my opinion on that show and other shows that can be compared to it Hopefully, just don't do some bullshit. All right. All right just... So we, here's the name of the segment: the Chinese. No, sorry, that's not uh, non-English Netflix. Go. Okay, let me start over. I I that I started off from the wrong foot. I, I, okay. I was thinking of a different segment. It's, it's fine. Non. If that's no, no, that was not. No, listen. If if you're gonna bring rhetoric onto my show, I will shut you down. 
right? <laughs> Any rhetoric. Just it, rhetoric. It, shut up. All right. That is not rhetoric. acceptable. That, that type of shit. We don't do that around we here. Don't right? do this is a rhetoric. show where we speak facts and we talk with knowledge and clear intent. I don't think and you know the definition of rhetoric. We don't rhetoric, spin a bunch of bullshit around. We don't speak this rhetoric shit. Uh, we don't do red herrings and slippery slopes and all that gobbledygook nonsense on this show. Okay. okay? All right. All right. And we all especially right. don't uh, delve into racialism and racism and stereotyping and all that bullshit that you're into. Like uh, whatever the the head measurement stuff is. I know you're big on that. No, 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 um, no, no. Strike that. That's all not all that other crazy I'm not a. So, I don't even know what that's called. I don't. I don't ever. I don't even want to hear the word Chinese come out of your mouth. I never again. said the word. Just putting that out there. All but, right. All right. Let me get into my segment. It's called. It was implied. All right. Well, the, you're not. I don't know if you're gonna like the name of this one then. So it's called non-English Netflix originals. The great. You're on thin ice. Wait, okay. Non-English Netflix originals. The great, the good, and Squid Game. So I know a lot of people have been ranting and raving about how amazing Squid Game is as a show. And I just, I'd like to put it out there that I think it's okay. Damn! But it's like, it's that, that's, that's, that was my, I watched it all, I watched it all in, I watched Squid Game in two days because I had a lot of time. And Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, that was uh, not a complete waste of my time, I guess. That's that's how I felt after watching it. But you didn't feel very good. Did I, I you? did not feel as though one. I didn't feel. I felt the first two episodes setting it up. I felt were re- really good, and I'm just from here on out. Spoiler alert! These are they're going to be spoilers for. Look, dude, you got to pick up the pace here. Okay, Squid Game specifically, and then possibly. The shows Money Heist and Dark. The, uh, they mu- how how extensive is this? Because here I, I'll give you my take on these. Okay, give me your shows. take, and then I'll I'll, I'll talk give, I'll about. Give take, I'll give you my they're, take they're, on they're... all of them. I've seen none of them, and I'll give you my take on all of them. They're all shit, and they're all done by B-list nobody shit-tier actors uh, in bad production companies that overly dramatize stuff in order to get some bullshit reaction from you all right i mean you'd love dark. these people are clowns you'd love dark i'm telling these you right buffoons, now you would love right? the show dark this type of all of this all of this media is just a distraction okay. and it's meant to dist- and it's meant to distract people from actually uh doing something important with their fucking lives instead they're gonna sit there and watch squid game and think that somehow this is a social commentary. Yeah, Squid Game. It's so it's, Squid it's Game so sucks. insightful okay. and philosophical. As a social commentary, it's, it's surface <laughs> sub tier shit, and that's what almost every show is today. All this streaming Netflix original stuff, over dramatized bullshit, has killed the medium of television. Okay, now let we me... now we just are filled with shit okay. everywhere we look. All right, so you're you're generalizing with Squid Game, That's yeah. So it, people talk about Squid Game like it's some deep social commentary about communism or capitalism or why capitalism is bad because spoilers here, essentially every person who dies in the game, it, it adds a certain amount of money to the prize pool and then the winner gets all the money. And it's like, okay, so these, dope. and the whole concept is, are you willing to put other humans' lives 
over money? Like, are you willing to sacrifice other people who you don't know or or who you do know in some circumstances in this for for large sums of money that are just unfathomable unfathomable the answer is yes and the clear answer is yes everybody already knows this and spoiler alert the ending is very underwhelming and the guy is like sad because he won because he was like and then he talks to the creator of the game, and he's like, "Yeah, we just did this for fun, essentially." And what this kind of stuff shows like, me is that we like, love it. I'm we like, love this kind of but thing. But it's so, it's right? so, it was so corny. And then he's like, "The ending is him. He was gonna leave on a plane no, to okay, go but, okay, to America why, to see this, his kids." Why people love this and they love all this true crime shit and fucking all this stupid Netflix stuff is that they love the, They secretly love this shit. All right, they love pain. They love suffering. They love. The capitalist economic machine that sucks the fucking life out of people and forces them to suffer. They love it. Alright? They've submitted themselves to it. They do nothing to fucking change it. And they love to fucking absorb themselves in it and watch it on a fucking big screen. They can't get enough of it. And th- I mean, that's part of my major complaint with the whole series. Their way, their way of escaping this system that they fucking hate so much and that stresses them out is by entering into a fantasy world where that system continues to exist and is sometimes worse it's it's super it elevated. Make any sense it's super like dramatized and uh even glamorized in certain senses but but then you get into the games and they're like literally actively killing each other or like they're all in a sense contributing to the death of each other even if it's not direct and i i do not feel bad for 99 percent of these people in the scenes where they're about to die, they have this whole emotional thing where it's like super dramatized and there's a sad music and then they die. And I'm like, okay, so you build up this whole thing with this person being extremely not caring about human life. And then suddenly you're humanizing them and then killing them. So don't you get it? It doesn't, it, the, the, my my problem with the show. It, no, it my problem with the show. Or not. My, no, but See, my, you're on some moral fucking high ground. Pro- you're judging these no, people. No, I'm not. That, oh, they killed someone. Now no, I'm supposed that's to feel not what bad I'm for them. That's not what I'm saying at all. It just does not. The show in general did not leave me emotionally attached to any of the characters. Maybe you're cold and jaded no, and distant. I can't watch a show. Did you ever think of something like that? I can't watch a show that they, they're intentionally trying to make me feel bad for somebody. And it's, it's very clear through jaded, how they're portraying the very specific the music and, and the dialogue. It's very it's very clear. Shut the f- it's, let me uh, into the blood. Shut the fuck up. It's very. Dude, cool. you're out here running on a fucking rant about some yeah, squid fucking game. Okay, squid game shit. Then and then you wanna... still got two more shows that you want to no, talk about. I'll skip over Money Heist because Money Heist is just a good show. But essentially, my problem with Squid, squid Game it was is it was too predictable. There were you're too predictable. You're full of shit every single episode. You talk about bullshit. Okay, you know whatever. But the characters <laughs> were unlikable, and then when they finally made them likable, they killed them off. So it was like okay like why why should i feel bad and then the ending was it left it on a cliffhanger so that they could make another season in the same way that they do a majority of shows which is why i want to talk about dark which is an amazing show uh, it, it's very it, it's is it a netflix original yeah that's why i that is garbage netflix you realize netflix originals are just shows that are bought by netflix like they're not like, anything that Netflix has their hands in has been tainted. 
and stained. All right, whatever. By but their filth. Dark as a company. I would. Put, they're one of the. They're one of the big corporate media bigwigs, man. They're perpetrating the Hollywood machine. So it's every movie you've ever seen, except maybe like Primer, because they. But I've never even seen Primer. Well, watch it. It's a good time travel. It's very. It's a, I doubt it's it. a, You have a B list taste. No, it's a very good. It's a very. Have you ever good, seen Chinatown? Uh, I don't know. Probably not. Okay, well, you have a B-list taste in movies. Okay, whatever, but let me let me just... Dark. It's... Without getting too far into it, they end it after three... It's propaganda. They end it on a perfect note. I don't want to spoil it because I actually think that this is a show that people should watch. Dark on Netflix. It... Like you fart. become very emotionally attached to a lot of the characters... There's so many different. If you're a fucking fitting, I'm fucking full grown if, Aussie. It's it's like it, the only way I can put it is it's um. Who the fuck it, are you? It's Inception on steroids. With there's other things that that are aspects in this, but it's a very good show. It's one of I would put it up up there with Mr. Robot as my. One Mr. of my favorite Robot. Shows. Is that the Disney movie? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Mr. Robot? The Disney movie with the robots. Haven't you ever seen it? Mr. Robot like is, ra- uh, is my favorite not show. Not Ratchet and Clank, but it's like, I, you know, there's the blue guy, and then, then there's the red guy, and then there's some round robot that's like I black think, and white. I think you're the one derailing the show today. I'm just I'm just saying. You're the one bringing this off of... Uh, into no man's land here. I'm, tr- but, I'm trying to get us into yeah, some but bring up fucking ter- ratchet and clank. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I'm trying to get into some different no, but, territory than this dude, bullshit. That you're dark man, dark and Mr. Robot are up Shalom. there with my favorite shows. I I don't know which I would consider my favorite show because I I think- you know I I think that TV shows died after the 2000s. Basically, there hasn't been a okay. Good what's show your favorite show that's come out? The fucking Sopranos. Um, Dude, you should see what Deets um, and Watson put on their uh, website. Oh, okay. So you're just not, no. I just want to say okay. they put what is it a they, meat company? Or yeah, something? it's a meat company. All right, where are it's you a, coming from a, out of that? That's a, all left field. It's I a went German. From you went from Sopranos uh, to meat company. It's a German run. I was just about to say what my favorite show was. No, it's a but German that was your run question, meat, but now company, meat company. And they okay. put they put a picture of this of this fucking like vampire looking guy in there, and they're like. <laughs> I forget what the exact subtitle is, but they're like, it's Gabagool. <laughs> and I was just like, bro, like, what are you like? <laughs> what were you doing on Deets and Watson's official? Well, site? I found it on Twitter, and I was like, what is this? That's not true. You, well, why were you on the meat website? No, I, I saw it on Twitter. Uh, specialty meats? No, I saw it on Twitter, and I was like, what specialty meats were you ordering from this website? Tell me. Just dick now, but I don't eat a lot of meat. I I eat like fucking gas station sandwiches, bro. But yeah, I I don't. Okay, so you don't want to know my favorite show is no shows suck now. What's your what's your favorite show? Like your I only watch movies. I only watch movies. Okay, I don't watch shows. I highly recommend to you. Shows are for uh, people who are brainwashed and who live off of a television. See, the television is the unit that the government has used to flood the minds. So you don't watch movies on television. People, I don't watch television. Period. So you don't watch, I watch movies, movies on television. Whenever I want, no, I watch movies on my computer whenever I want to watch them. I'm not on some fucking schedule. So why can't I mean, schedule. you could watch. You could watch. All right, I'm not watching fucking mainstream news. Bro. I don't watch commercials. I don't watch any of that fucking stupid advertisement shit. 
I don't fucking watch any of that dumb shit that you fucking people are injecting into their veins 24-7, all that Fox News, uh, fucking Mari, Oprah Winfrey, Discovery Channel, History Ancient Aliens, shit, <laughs> fuck all that, alright? It's all shit, okay? It's a production. It's pure... Hollywood and people buy it as real television. It's all like Fox News. But it's all Hollywood. The way I remember okay, the people Jesus think one. reality television is real. It's all Hollywood. It's all scripted. Everybody's an actor. All your fucking house buying shows and all that other stuff. Your fashion channel. Storage wars. Evangelists, televangelists, shit. All of it. It's all reality yeah. television, scripted Hollywood shit. I just remember okay? specifically. And you're buying it. I just specifically these, remember. I want everybody to go into your house and. And take your television and throw it out into the street and stomp on it and beat it with a baseball bat and set it on fire in your driveway and make sure your neighbors are doing the same and if they're not go into their houses and do it for them do them a fucking favor kick but, the door no, in get their TVs put them in don't the fucking street and burn them all right, but, fuck the TVs. It's done. We're done with the televisions. We're done with the cell phones. Do the I, same thing with the cell phones. We have to disconnect from all this technology, crazy media shit, and reconnect with the real human essence of life and living and being. Pick up a uh, cat. We're living in a fantasy world. We're living in a world where our emotions are dictated by a digital medium. Everything that we feel and that we experience and that we yearn for is influenced by... Uh, simulacra and digital pixel you know shit that I you see on the screen. Say. I got something hey, Shut up! Say. I'm in the middle of something here. Say. I'm in the middle of something, okay? And the more that we absorb all this uh, media shit, even if we think it's good, even if it's inspirational, even if it makes us feel good or it makes us feel something or whatever, it's all terrible. It's all dictating for us what we feel and how we experience things. And we should be doing that for ourselves and you should be going out and living your own life and having your own experiences instead of them living vicariously through a digital screen. And that's what everybody is doing these days. They're getting all of their anger and emotion and sorrow out by watching television and consuming media. And that's why uh, they haven't channeled that energy into any positive and real political change. Go out, hunt your own meat, bake your own bread, uh, fucking... Churn your own cheese, whatever the fuck you Churn do. your own butter. Well, churn your butter, fucking block your cheese. I don't know how Milk it works. your own cows. Yeah, milk your cows with your bare hands. Sow, sow your own oats. But I know cheese was made because they couldn't, milk didn't last as long. So they aged cheese and they made butter. So do that. And I, I don't... You completely forgot what you were saying and what I said. Like I don't that. remember. What, what was I talking about? You were talking about uh, stop watching television or something. I don't know. I had something else to say about something, but... It, so it, nothing I say is important enough for you to care about. You should... I'm just saying you, you, know, you should watch Dark, the I show. Feel, I feel like when we're having a conversation, like, I am trying to build off of what you're saying, but, like... When I'm spewing whatever I'm talking about, you have already some preconceived idea of what you're going to say. And then you just say it regardless of what I said. And then and then I'm left to pick up the pieces. I was talking about a TV show and then you started talking about cheese. No, that was me. Wait. No, I was talking about TV. Wait, repeat. I was talking about a TV show and then you started talking about smashing electronics. And, uh, and then, like, you went on this whole thing that went, that derailed it to me talking about cheese. No.
The point is that I try to develop something organically, cheese. and you have an agenda that you're trying to push on. <laughs> is it cheese? And that's not. I can't stop thinking about cheese now. Well, you oh, are you the cheese man? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Is that I'm what you are? Yeah, stop. Stop milk. buying your gra- gas like, station. Stop buying your gas station sandwiches with with the fucking you know American cheese and you know generic turkey and. Here, stop and- buying anything that has plastic on it. Try that one on for sides. I bet you can't. It's impossible these days. And you know what that means? That means it's also impossible for you to do anything that isn't involved with the oil industry. Everything that you buy and consume is somehow related to the oil industry because it was transported by oil. Yeah. I mean, oil, man. So it starts with breaking the TV. That's all the bi- all the billionaires are made of oil. That's what I hear. A, They're just... a lot of them are Indian. I, I'm not... I'm just saying... What? I'm just saying... I'm not saying... Okay, what I say about this racist no, rhetoric no, on my show... I'm not saying That's it's strike a bad two. Thing. I'm not saying no, it's No, strike thing. two. Just... First you were shitting on the Chinese, now you're shitting on the Indians. Uh, whoever comes next... Not the that's Indians. your final strike and you're getting cut off. No, I'm just saying... I'm, I No, shut up. Thing. No, I don't bring up a single another race on this show to me i don't even care what context it's in i don't care if it's positive or negative the next time you say anything like that you're done all right i won't even give you a warning i'll just kick you off the show wait like it's unacceptable no don't don't <laughs> don't try to get funny don't try to be cute okay okay this isn't a bit this isn't a okay, joke okay, all right okay okay I'll, this is real people that we're talking I'll about cut, here i'll cut the 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 race stuff yeah you will you know what? I bet a loser like you could tell me. What does it feel like to have some superiority complex I don't, about other people I don't, and their beliefs? I don't. No, I was trying to say that you have a you have a morality and you have a superiority complex associated with it. If you like, you, you know, if I killed someone, you probably wouldn't talk to me. You know, so like it depends who it you feel killed. Like? I guess. What's it feel like to have like a? So you're saying if I killed somebody, if I killed somebody, and it was motivated in a way that is very very bad then you would you would keep talking what is bad what do you mean by bad alex something that you think is bad let's say like i'm just saying in terms of me and you right if i were to murder somebody and it was in a way you deemed to be very bad it wasn't like a self-defense thing or it, it was what the the whatever i did was very bad for you wouldn't just stop talking to me or you wouldn't just dis- i'd like, want to know i'd want to know i'd want to talk to you i'd want to be like what the fuck happened i mean yeah but you would still be like that's not good i'd be like i'd be like it's not good for you now you're in jail yeah but you wouldn't you blew it would you, you killed all these would people you really empathize with me would you really feel sympathy for me i wouldn't feel sympathy for me i think that's dependent on the situation because it it, it if if you specifically said something that I completely disagreed with and then went out and murdered somebody based off those ideologies, I don't think that I could I, I, I would even want to try to understand your motivations the because del- because of how deluded they originally were. Why would I maybe I you, you want you, but you do want to understand serial killers. No, I never said that. You're a true crime fanatic. You're old. I think you're, it's interesting. Fall asleep listening to true crime stuff. Sure, I think it's interesting. I don't necessarily want to understand. I find people interesting. Yeah, I talk to people because I think they're interesting. I only sure. talk to people that I find interesting. Sure, and I find I find these stories to be interesting stories, but that doesn't mean I empathize with the serial killers. You know what? If you killed someone, I'd find you way more interesting. I'd be much. Oh yeah. More motivated to talk to you, maybe. and that's one thing that it—that's one thing that a lot of people don't get—that things can be interesting and 
draw attention and be very bad or wrong or just, I guess, immoral. I know you hate me talking about morality here, but immoral, like things can be super immoral, super fucked up, super criminal to the farthest extent, but still be but is interesting. it really, it's human. I think it's just human. So everything, people are. everything is human. Well, are, are, we're the ones doing it, aren't we? Who else is doing it? I mean, other animals, I guess, do the same thing, so. No, but I mean, the things that we do, and then some, like, a, a human being does something, and then we say, that's inhuman. That's the most absurd statement that you could ever make. You sound like an idiot. Yeah, I get that. All right, it makes no sense. No, I agree with that, actually. I agree that with everything, that. Everything that we do is what humans do. So if you're going to say that this is not what humans do or that humans don't do this or they shouldn't do this, who the fuck are you to say? Because we do it, and we've been doing it, and we'll keep doing it, I no matter think... who says what. It's not a very easy thing to talk about because, I mean, how do you just say, come out and say that? Like, murder is what humans do. We kill people occasionally. Yeah. And sometimes it's justified and sometimes it isn't. And sometimes it's for what you would call the right reasons and sometimes it's for what you would call the wrong reasons. But, I mean, why do we say it's, it's okay for someone to have the desire to work and to exploit people by being a manager, but it's not okay for someone to have the desire to kill someone for no particular reason? Why? They're both desires. And they're both human desires. A human is having them. I guess for a reason. one is more... And who am I to say what one is better than the other just because I don't agree with the outcome? I guess one is considered more barbaric is a more accurate word to, 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 to use in this situation. It's like modernized a modernized version of what we think of barbaric. It's not barbaric in the sense of, oh, s- me smash, you know, and kill. It's 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 very convoluted and very intricate. And uh, I mean, that's why you see a lot of serial, serial killers are seen to have a high IQ. They're very methodical and intelligent about the way they go about things. But I, I don't know. I, I think, who am I to say that, you know, I th- people have desires to do things. Who, I mean, who are... And they are humans, and they do them. You say, who are you to say, but who are you not to say? Why why, why, why shouldn't you say? Where do these opinions get you? That's my question. Is it, Because that's why I asked the question, is that by doing this whole thing, we get nowhere. Well, they build my and own morality, we, and, and we they build do my like own a whole, And what we do process. is we just impose... Uh, opinions onto other people and we have no actual way of justifying them besides saying this is what I feel and believe and it's just like a personal bullshit thing for people to argue about and discuss and feel good about when there's actually nothing being discussed what they are talking about is not an actual concept that they even agree upon in the first place like if I say the word justice you have a very different idea of it than what I do even though we're talking, we can understand it, what it means and like talk about it in the same way. Your idea of it is very different from mine, but it's completely subjective and, and stupid. Yeah, and, and I, when I we're, understand but that. When we're t- that's, so when we're talking about it, we're just having a vague discussion. Yeah, it's very strange. It's very weird. Subjective nothing. Just, I, I want to give an example. So by making these judgments, you're just wasting your fucking time. Like, you're, we're not getting to the root of the question, which is. Why are some, why do we rank some desires better than others if all these desires are human desires? 
and they are. I think because some impact other humans negatively and some impact other humans positively. But who are you to say what is negative or positive? Some of the most negative things for a person can result in the most positive things for everybody else. You're not wrong. You know, something that you think is the greatest thing in your life could end up being the worst fucking thing for you. Sure. But I'm talking and vice versa. I'm talking about your own actions to make the judgment of I think to make the judgment of negative or positive is to say that you can know finally that something is negative or positive because if you're going to make a judgment on it then your judgment is supposed to hold. If somebody murders somebody else in cold blood it has like it, there's no justification for it. They just murder him. Like they go up to him in the street boom. and sh- boom. Yeah. And they shoot him. I I there's nothing that 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 I could say would justify that, and there's no positive impact on that other person because they're fucking dead. Well, how do you know that there is no positive? They're impact? fucking because dead. What if, okay, well, what if that their spirit has left their body and they have now entered the ethereal realm of transcending consciousness and they have elevated into some super spiritual world and they're living a fucking beautiful amazing experience that's just extreme speculation at that point i think there's certain things well you're extremely speculating that right when they're shot it's just the end of everything and then it sucks and it's not positive but i think death is i think death is an extremely positive experience but there are things we, i think it is the most things, positive experience because it's the alleviation from this life there are things we know and don't know and from- your life is suffering and you are alleviated from this life and death but there are things we know and don't know and we and i would say that just randomly killing somebody is not cannot be justified and it will not have a positive impact on the but person you're making that based off of things that you can't know but what i know that you can't know that is positive or negative for somebody to die but what i you do, can't know what i do know su- why is it, it negative for somebody to die just, just because they died? I mean, that's not necessarily a negative thing, I don't think. Well, we don't know. That may be a controversial statement, well, we I guess. The, but I mean, the, the I don't think... Don't know. Like, I don't know why we're so obsessed with the value of life. We don't know I don't know think what life happens. itself is very valuable. We life don't know what happens in, after... Like, life comes in and dies all the fucking time. That's yes. kind of the way nature works. But we don't like, know what happens after death, so there's only speculation. So when it comes down to just murdering somebody... I, that's why I can see that as as a as a pure negative. Because you're a clown. No, because there is only speculation afterwards. The person well, you would can't not say anything. Have, the person if there's only speculation, have, you shouldn't be able to say anything definitively. The person would have lived at least more moments than they did if you shot and killed them or whatever what if you didn't shoot and kill them at that exact moment which was a painless death for them three hours later they had a terrible car crash and they bled out for two hours because you didn't shoot them in the head i guess and you can't know these things yeah you can't know the fact that you don't know them makes your own it does not make so what i'm saying is it does not just because you you can't say that it's negative then because you also couldn't say that it was positive. Because you can't know. And for you to make the judgment is to be a fucking clown and an arrogant asshole and to say that you can know. Just like all those fucking idiots on Twitter that think they're finding the truth when they join some fucking flat earth group. Well, that was a big jump, but... That's how I, I... That's what I think moralists are. I think it's a huge grump, a huge chunk of society has been conned 
into a fucking conspiracy theory level bullshit kind of no, thing. No, why does it matter that they think the earth is flat? What? Why does that matter? <laughs> if you're making this judge, if you, I'm, I'm asking you because why does it matter? What, what kind of? We should be talking about the truth if we're trying to get somewhere. And the truth is that you can't make a judgment about if something is negative or positive if you can't know the consequences of what is going to happen. That's a truth statement. So, I think. I don't know the. I think that that's a truth. I don't know statement. the consequences of a bunch of people joining a flat Earth. Yeah, I just don't. Um... Maybe certain things yeah, can never ends. certain things can be concluded or uh, theorized. It never but, ends. Yeah. It never ends. I think it's a good place. We're gonna be stuck. It's gonna be stuck like this forever. We're gonna be stuck with Joe Biden, Donald Trump, anti-vaxxers, climate change, oil, jobs. You're ne- you're never gonna escape, ladies and gentlemen. It's not nothing. Nothing you do is gonna work. Nothing. Don't ever use the word yeah. smart with me. I'm your genetic jackass. Alex Baldwin fired a prop gun that killed a cinematographer and injured the director. <laughs> Wait. This is what? real. Alec Baldwin? Yeah. The... He killed a guy? On the set of Rust, an independent feature film that nice. was nice. Yeah, he killed someone. It's fucking wild. He caught a body. Yeah, he's a savage now. He's gonna get a teardrop face hat. You heard it here first, folks. Uh, Alec Baldwin is currently in a Los Angeles tattoo shop getting a teardrop face hat after he uh, killed a cinematographer and shot someone else on the set of Rust. I wonder if it was, like, one of so, those situations where it was... I mean, there's two situations... See, we should talk about this kind of stuff more, man. There's, this, the other stuff got me down the dumps. Yeah, there's two situ- But there's two situations that could happen. Like, the prop gun was actually a real gun, which I doubt, but also... Alec Baldwin's always involved in some wild shit, isn't he? Like, he got kicked off a plane for playing... Uh, he refused to stop playing Flappy Bird on his phone or some dumb shit. I feel like he's just being funny, though. <laughs> like, this is just... Like, this is another him being funny. Like, he's just a funny guy. He's like, oh, I'm gonna, think, I'm gonna load these fucking guns with he gets on, He gets bullets. on a plane. He gets on a plane. He's like, no, I'm not gonna stop playing this game, dude. Dude, what? Your fucking radar is going off? That's the stupidest thing. You know, like, what is that radar shit? I gotta turn off my phone, but I can turn it on when I'm in the sky? It's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was making fun of him. He's funny. So he's like, you know? yeah, I'm gonna load this fucking he's like, gun. Everybody, everybody voice. forgot about the whole crow thing. He goes, "Whoops, a daisy." Yeah. You know, he, he, you know, I. It's it's pretty funny. I'm gonna play Russian. I'm funny. gonna play Russian roulette with this fucking cinematographer and director's life right now. Two bullets in the chamber. Well, now I blanks. mean, first off, whoever knew about this movie Rust? Now everybody knows about it. 
You know what? What I had I had no idea that Alec Baldwin was filming a movie. I had no idea that there was a movie called Rust that was coming out. And when I look up Rust movie, all I see is the headlines from this. I mean, he he just put this movie on the map. As far as I'm concerned, he's just doing another stunt for the media, and it worked out well. He's he's a hilarious guy, and hopefully we see another one of his pranks <laughs> show up. Wait, give me a sec. I'll be right back. Been more than a second. It's been way more than a fucking second at this point. Idiot that I gotta deal with. Fucking worried about a 40 that you can't even fucking open. Some stupid shit probably dropped it. And he's like, oh, he's up. I gotta open my 40. Can't do the show without my 40. Fucking dick. Squid game fucking walk off whenever you want bro that shit had some like pent-up anger in it it, just, it oh it sounds like me it kept just foaming like it didn't stop this sounds sexual i don't want you to bring this up like look it's look do you see it it's like it's rising we've been everywhere and on every bitch <laughs> all right a little ugly man what do you know about him? Rolling in my hood, twisting all the jeans. Do you say twisting on the jeans? Okay, I don't. No. I don't know right. actual lyrics. I, no, no, random voice. Say the lyrics. Rolling in my hood, twisting off them beans. <laughs> you going? Hades in my pocket. Smoking rollies on the corner. I don't know. Wow. I, all right. No. All right. Do it again. We'll give you one more try. All right. Roll. I'll, I'll switch it up this time. Rolling in my hood, twisting on them jeans. Um, I, I, I can't stop thinking of Hades. Hades in my pocket, smoke smoking rollies on the corner. That's what I got. Dude, That's what I got. You're gonna be so disappointed. What? What is? What? Are, what is the actual? Tell me. Rolling in my hood, twisting on them D's, hanging with my partners, tossing forties on the corner. That makes a lot more sense, and it, it it's it's relatable because I got a forty. Um, so that's what I got to remember. That was that was awful. Is that all you know about him? No, I've listened to I, I've listened to uh, I've listened to his music. I, I I enjoy his music. I I listen to. All right, why don't we let a professional take the wheel here? So, Lil Ugly Mr. Man Thug Isolation, been... I've listened to a bunch, but I just I just don't know the lyrics. Like, Oh, now you want to interrupt. Maniac Drug Dealer, good song. Hoes Ash Bit, Hoge Hoge Ash Bitch, good song. Dude, this is, Mr. Thug Isolation is like one, a perfect got album. Me fucked it's up. one of my few got me kind of fucked albums. Up. Got me fucked up. Yeah, it's a good song. Good good album. Very good album. But okay, you 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 you. You're, just, you're, you're ruining this fucking segment right now. Slick Rick, good song. You're all over the goddamn place. I was going to talk about this album. Don't talk about it, bitch. I had a whole thing. Don't let me don't let me Yo, do you all right th that was unacceptable that fucking attitude right there that level of attitude that you just brought to this show that was fucking unacceptable 
Oh, so all, all that you've called me Absolutely is, is acceptable, but then me just saying... Absolutely. About it, everything I've called you has been well-deserved. You have brought nothing. You have brought nothing. You bring no effort. You bring no energy. You bring no ma good material. And you bring poor arguments. I mean, every and you fucking burp all the time, and you don't give a shit, and you walk away whenever you I feel like, and you take a bit. piss and fucking do whatever the hell you're on about, all right? It, it, you don't care about me or my show or anything. I don't even know why you logged on fucking an hour late. I don't know why you bothered, and then I had to restart the whole fucking thing. I'm falling asleep in my chair over here trying to get through this segment that you're fucking ruining. By just going, oh, good song. This is a good song. This, dip, dip. Uh, just you know, your little. I missed everything you just comments. said because I have. And you, oh, the Dodgers or something, some stupid fucking football, uh, <laughs> soccer, baseball tournament that you probably bet two pennies on on fucking DraftKings <laughs> that you got for free or something. Yeah. And uh, not you got this like, game, but last you probably got like twenty cents in Bitcoin. <laughs> also, that you're worried about, you gotta look at your stocks <laughs> or something. You fucking clown. Everything you said is true. Not necessarily at this exact 20, point in time. Twenty cents. Twenty cents is enough to get you away from no, the show. No, it was eighty cents, but that's that. Uh, the eighty cents go. Last time it was literally a pile of quarters that you started sifting through. That's. But one of those quarters could be worth. That could have been worth like. Two they to ten weren't. Bucks. None of them were. I know. I looked. They weren't. Okay. You happy that they weren't? Would you have rather me had a coin that was worth twenty bucks or not? I don't give a shit. Yeah, I know you don't. <laughs> talk about little ugly god or whatever. The it shouldn't fuck. have been on the show. Talk about talk about talk about fucking little ugly god and his song Water. Okay. Thanks, ugly god. That guy sucks. Yeah, he does. He's fucking terrible. Right. Except I like this. I like the, the bitch. Why are you smoking? Why are you smoking black and miles? Bitch, you ugly. Probably do. What the fuck is he doing now? You know. Yeah, I don't know. He released an album like a couple years ago. No, here you're actually gonna talk about this guy. I don't want to talk. No, about I don't either. No, he released it. I just know he. I said, "What the fuck is he doing?" Is like a joke. No, I actually, I don't actually want to know anything about <laughs> the fucking booty tape, dude. The fucking booty tape. Really, see, now you're actually talking about him, and you're gonna bring. You're probably gonna play a song by him, or you're. Gonna I'm not. I'm not. I, hey, like you. That. You should be lucky. I'm playing it on my own accord, not you're on your not show. You're not letting me fucking. You keep telling me to talk about the ugly man, and then you start running your mouth about some stupid shit. So smart. Smoking black and miles, bitch, you ugly. <laughs> See, this is exactly what I'm talking about. I, if I if I stop for one second, this is why I have to go on a complete rant and tell you to shut the fuck up all the time. Is because if I stop for one second, you interject with this fucking ridiculousness that you just have Wait. ready at any moment yeah. to fucking because, sprout on me. I, I because you're not even listening to what I'm saying. You just have water. this thing that you're ready to fucking spit out like a automaton. What you're is not that? Even thinking. Uh, what is that? You're just, you have a computer input someone typed some fucking sentence in and now you're spitting it back out at me let's go, let's go. all right well so what i wanted to talk about was little ugly man and uh because he did just drop a new album recently and that album is crazy we're gonna fucking we'll get to that later but i mean ever since he's been dropping stuff he's been dropping things that are just crazy i mean the guy is to me he's always been much more than just like a regular rapper or a producer or anything like that i mean he he seems to kind of take music to a whole new level 
he really elevates the medium with what he's fucking doing. That's what he's always done. I mean, when he came out with Mr. Thug Isolation in 2012, it was like, I feel like he kind of spearheaded the revival of the Memphis rap scene and everybody's interest in it with that whole album. I mean, that album had yeah. so many of the like classic Memphis samples and it had uh, chopped and screwed shit on it. And I mean, all of that stuff refer- references that whole 90s scene of Memphis and... Uh, the southern hip-hop scene and he like kind of brought it back with uh his sound yeah and, you know and not mean? to he, not he to, started a whole wave off of not it. to like interject too much i just want to say one thing i, I feel like yeah, he personally he he progresses he doesn't just stick with his original sound or his original yeah. style he 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 moves on and i don't know if it's based off what he's listening to i don't know if it's based off trends i don't know what it's based off i it doesn't matter but he progresses unlike well, i think a lot he's of a artists. real creative yeah, he, and that he does his own thing and that he is not he doesn't limit himself to a particular genre because it was really he doesn't limit was, himself it, to his sound he's making art absolutely yeah. his his whole vision is artistic it's not about he's not a rapper or anything like that even, even though he ends up making rap albums yeah, even you know? oblivion he, was, access i thought that was a pretty good project I like the project. Yeah, and that's actually a very yeah, good fucking it, project. It, I love that. But it, if you look at that and look at it compared to Mr. Thug Isolation, it's not. I mean, it has. Well, I mean, it has it, its even similarities. in the same year. In the same year as Oblivion Access is when he dropped Third Side of Tape. I don't know if you've listened to that. No, I haven't. Um, it's a hundred and thirty-two minutes long. Jesus. About and it's and it's a mix of all a bunch of things that he wouldn't have released on earlier albums and it's like there's death metal there's techno there's hip-hop stuff i mean there's almost there's all kinds of genres and types of music are on the tape there's noise shit i really like um, his um it shows how like how musically well versed he really is and what he's almost in like a in an x type of way but act like much better like he has a versatility and a way that he can traverse all these different types of sounds and genres and still be very fucking good at them you know like he's he knows what he's doing in all of these different genres he's good at making music period i don't think he knows what he's he's not good at just making i don't think he knows what he's doing i think he's just good at what he does he doesn't know what he's doing but he's good he's just good at making music let me just read (laughs) let me read his artist profile on Spotify, just because I find this, I, I I like this. I have arms, a tongue, several brain cells with decisions like sharp pains. I sleep irregularly, you know, and and that's just like it's he's not some like you know poster child for the mainstream or anything like that. He just oh, puts never. he just puts out what he puts out, and I mean you know take it I as you he, will. I don't even think he's he's not a poster child for anything i mean he, he's not even really trying to be a musician he has barely ever toured he's done barely any uh social media shit i think he only has like three interviews and they were all in 2016 or something or before that i don't know what he looks I mean, like if i'm being honest yeah there's only a few pictures of him actually and i mean the music speaks for itself though with him and that's what i really, really what it comes that. down to and it's so rare in this era for that to actually be the case i respect no one you barely know anything about the actual him i really respect when you can put an image portray yourself in whatever way through the music without giving 
an actual physical image of yourself like he doesn't really have that he doesn't have that sort of thing that encompasses his brand per se he's just little ugly man and you never know what to expect and that's kind of where like this album that he dropped recently comes in for me it's called volcanic bird enemy and the voiced concern yeah yeah so it is not a hip-hop album at all if anything it's a it's an indie album it's a psychedelic album it's one of the most interesting things i've ever heard in my life it reminds me of a in-between of teen suicide and spirit of the beehive even with the who's that group who's that fucking group the airplane over the sea or some shit like yeah but i mean of course it's like it's uniquely him obviously yeah he has a certain way i mean he produces it like in a different way from what 100 gex did like 100 gex kind of blended hip-hop with uh all of the techno and metal for sure and that whole scene i feel like what he kind of did with this album is he blended it with the emo indie psychedelic scene but in a much more cohesive way than any of these other guys have done. and that I mean, makes of, it less most of them have done like strictly an emo rap yeah. album or strictly something like this but he has taken it to a whole different level with like actual guitars and drums and artistic direction i mean this is a beautiful very well constructed and album from what just from what i've heard so far because i've been listening to this over the past like <clears throat> five ten minutes wow that's no i've just been you've really given it a good no uh, but it just sounds like it it's it's less palatable but it has you can hear the influence you can hear what the the various genres that are that have influenced him to make the music in the way he did but and i I feel like with all of his albums it's just gonna be a grower like people Mm -hmm. you're gonna have to learn to love it over time you know, this is probably something that he sat on for years and he learned to love and cultivate over time because that's how all his music kind of works. He really puts a lot of artistry into what he is doing and he takes a lot of time and effort to create the art that he does. I mean, that was, I think it was six years between albums. Oblivion Access 2015 and this one in 2021. I mean, there were little projects that he dropped here and there in between. Because, uh, like, but if you think about Oblivion Access and stuff like that, and, like, his Bedwetter project, it's yeah. like, this is... He makes some of the most deep, jarring stuff. Like, his stuff is, like, holy fuck when you listen to it, kind of. Like, his... It's dark. But it's real, too. It's a very real commentary on the world right now. Yeah. Or the world that he's living in, and the like industrial machine. And just looking and him up, he just kind of looks like I, I, I just he kind of just looks like a hardcore kid. You know what I mean? A lot, a lot of his like the black metal stuff and the hardcore stuff that's on third side of tape came from supposedly like uh, the late two thousands. You know, because like when Mr. Thug Isolation came out twenty twelve, he was twenty eight because he was born in nineteen eighty four. You know, like Damn. he wasn't young making that album. That was that's like JPEG Mafia age. Like this was this was years of him making music already and having an artistic vision that that came about. The level of creativity and artistry that he shows and the changes, the The changes. He just he completely changes the game every time he drops an album. He pushes the the boundaries completely. He has completely changed the way that people are going to make music because they've heard this these albums that he's made you know what i mean he's done it before he just did it he did it again with this album I believe. and people don't and, and a lot of people don't get his influence directly a lot of people get his influence through other people who have heard him 
Right. And, well, he's one of those guys. Yeah, he's he's like, like a space ghost perp. Yeah. Other people heard him who have heard him. Chief who have heard him. Yeah. <laughs> but but they'll be very influenced by Chief Keef without even knowing it. And Space Ghost Perp. And and uh DJ Screw. And all those guys. Yeah. All those guys. And but they won't even know it because mm-hmm. they because the artists they were influenced by are artists who were influenced by these people or the artists who were they were influenced by are artists who were influenced by are artists who you know, it goes on. I can't hear you. I don't know how to. You fucking lagging. Are you fucking kidding me, bro? Son of a bitch. What happened, bro? Uh, they're fucking with my arm. How'd I get the Phoenix Flex? The Phoenix Flex. The Phoenix Flex. Here we go again. Go to audio. It's gonna happen again. You're just saying. You're talking. You're talking to nobody, really, though, right? I'm just saying. Oh! No! Son of a bitch! What the fuck is. Okay, no, wait, now it's working. I. Should we continue? Like, I don't. Like. Okay, okay, ladies and gentlemen, this is an update on what has happened to us since we were having our discussion on Lil Ugly Mane. Yet again, we have been bamboozled by uh, the big Nine tech minutes. oligarchs in San Francisco. They've been shutting our shit down and hacking us, and now they have, uh, they've downgraded my Zoom account, and they've locked our meeting. We only have 10 minutes, and now it's down to 8 minutes and 47 seconds as I'm talking here, and we're running out of time, so... We're going to run through the album of the week and uh, finish the show up for you guys real quick. I'm sorry. Uh, this was supposed to be a real special show. Uh, everything was supposed to go really well. Uh, I had a whole script and we had guests and a game we were going to play and some other things like that. But it, things just didn't work out. Uh, you can't predict these kinds of things. Life is scary and unpredictable and fantastic all at the same time. And hopefully uh, this will turn into something positive for us. We can only hope. So album of the week. my album, album of the week is uh, it's Memory Vague by 10trickspointnever. Mm. It's uh, It originally came out as a video, like a DVD, a limited release DVD uh, with the music video. Uh, it's very retro, 1980s type stuff. Uh, things you'd see on the VHS. It, very forward-thinking, sampling, uh, progressive electronic music. This came out, I think, in 2008 or 2009. And it sounds like some of the techno stuff that you hear coming out today. I mean, it, with the atmosphere that it has and the way that it incorporates samples. Uh, it basically birthed the entire vaporwave scene. It was uh, this guy in this this album specifically were, were responsible heavily for giving birth to the entire vaporwave scene that emerged in the early 2010s. So uh, without this album and the whole aesthetic of the album and the video, you wouldn't have any 
of the guys like Telepath or Death Dynamic Shroud or uh, anything of that sort. So check this album out. Uh, Angel and Nobody Here are two of my favorites for sure. Zones Without People is another good song. Mm. Uh, you have anything else to add? I just can't believe they're doing this to us. Yeah, they're, they're fucking us up. But uh, my, just, my, my album um, also, I just can't believe uh, it. there's an overlap. Um, Love in the Time of Lexapro, which is a 10 point never release. Oh, oh, um, I Al- like that one a lot, actually. Yeah, it's a very good. But um, Alex G, Trick, um, he, he has a song on Love in the Point of Lexapro. And... Uh, but his album Trick is one of my favorite albums of all time. Should be one of your favorite albums of all time. I, mean, I uh, don't like Alex G at all. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Okay. But uh, some amazing songs on it. Um, I I think it's one of those types of albums that you listen straight through, and there's there's not a lot of songs that I'd skip. Indie rock based whatever you want to call it bedroom pop whatever you want to call it it's very much so and big vibes yeah. bro he just i'm pretty sure he just recorded on on um on not logic what's the what's the what's the um garage band yeah just recorded on garage band with a shitty mic and a shitty guitar sounds like kind of what we're doing yeah mixed it all himself you're gonna get mixed yourself. Shut the fuck up. And and it just We have three minutes yeah, left. I know. You're rambling about no, this fucking I'm just album. Saying, great album. That's all I have to say. Great album. I think you're cute. That's rude. Don't ever say that to me again. So thank you everyone. I'm very sorry for the way this episode turned out. Um they're they can keep fucking trying, but they're not gonna stop us. They're not gonna take us off the air. I don't care if I go outside and I'm arrested, but in front of my neighbors or whatever that these guys are gonna Fuck do. Fuck your to neighbors. Me. These weird law enforcement freaks who keep hijacking our you zoom calls fuck the law enforcement uh, and fuck the lawn enforcement am i right yeah, people fuck all you guys <laughs> fuck true green fuck hvac fuck the hoa fuck the, fuck the pest control guys fuck the trash collectors fuck the firemen ambulance people no they're uh, pretty cool EMTs, they me from some shit. cops um they save me social from, workers they say emts help me ceos out. cfos dea atf DIA, DARPA, CIA, FBI, Secret Service, Donald Trump, Congress, Senate. Fuck all you guys. You can't stop us. Big tech oligarchs, Mark Zuckerberg. Facebook. Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat, Hulu, Vine. You can't stop us. We're going to keep doing it forever. And this is the show. And fuck you for trying to stop the show. And you can't. So, yeah. <laughs> Don't ever use the word smart with me.